Hi, welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Uh, this is uh, Tuesday, uh, June, uh, whatever, right? Oh, it's really Wednesday? You're kidding me. No, seriously, let's check the calendar. Oh my, it's really Thursday. Are you sure? One of us, maybe both of us, could be suffering from a rare medical condition that affects your sense of time and space. Yeah, it's called being chronologically challenged. And I have to tell you, my friends, that yours truly is actually a long-time sufferer of that mysterious affliction. It all started a long, long time ago, back when I was in grade school. It was autumn, and the leaves were already beginning to turn. It seemed like everywhere you looked, things took on a fluorescent shade of orange. My best friend Len and I became aware that there was a major holiday celebration looming on the horizon, and it would involve everyone we knew. Our fellow classmates, our teachers, and most importantly, our parents. What holiday was that, you ask? Well, it's the one that always comes up at the end of October and generally requires huge outlays of time, energy, creativity, and purchases of enormous truckloads of candy by our parents. Need any more hints? You've probably guessed it by now. That auspicious holiday was known far and wide as Halloween. The first step in preparation for us was always going out and buying a brand new Halloween costume. You could get these at a variety of stores, from Woolworths to Sears Roebuck, to uh, discount stores like Two Guys from Harrison and Great Eastern Mills, which were like uh, predecessors of the modern-day Walmart. Well, both Len and I came back from our respective shopping trips with our parents with shiny new costumes in hand. Since Len was a big fan of Popeye the Sailor Man, his costume that year was, of course, the squinty-eyed sailor dude himself, Popeye. As for me, my choice was that all-powerful man of steel, Superman. Now remember, this was back in the black and white days of George Reeves, the original TV Superman. Back then, they didn't even have form-fitting bodysuits like they have today for movies. So George Reeves' costume looked more like a badly tailored set of pajamas. <laughs> Which was great for the costume manufacturers. They could sell us kids loose-fitting PJs and nobody ever complained. But that's a whole story in itself. We'll save that for another day. So naturally, now that we had our costumes, both Len and I could barely wait for the arrival of the big event. As Halloween decorations began going up in the classroom, our excitement grew day by day. We actually had a few weeks to go yet, but our parents were already getting extremely tired of the same old question that was the first one on our minds each and every morning. Is today Halloween? Kind of like that question on long car rides. Are we there yet? Now, you need to understand something. This was grade school. And so at our ripe young age, we were only beginning to learn about things like calendars and days of the week. We weren't mature enough yet to keep track of important upcoming dates. After all, we just lived in the present. Except for Halloween, of course, which was in the future. So usually we relied on our parents to keep us straight. 
Well, eventually, the week of Halloween finally arrived. On Monday, our teacher gave us a little preview of what was to come, laying out the planned events later that week. She mentioned in passing the actual date that the school's Halloween festivities would take place. There would be a costume parade, parties, refreshments, you name it. Well, as luck would have it, since I was getting so caught up in the emotions of the moment, combined with my usual tendencies for distractibility and daydreaming, the actual date that we were supposed to show up in costume didn't quite land right in my still-developing childhood brain. The concept was still a little fuzzy, and the details left something to be desired. So when I went home that afternoon, what I told my parents was not exactly what the teacher had said earlier in the day, but they just accepted my word on face value. Now here's where it gets interesting. Apparently, in the conversations I had with my best friend Len, I had also managed to convince him of the date that Halloween supposedly took place. And so he went home and persuaded his parents as well. (laughs) This was beginning to take on the aspect of that famous party game called Telephone, where one bit of misinformation gets distorted every which way but loose. So the day finally came that I thought we were supposed to don our costumes and walk to school. All was well, until we entered the schoolyard. And there, we discovered something quite shocking, surprising, and very unsettling. We were the only kids, the only ones, I tell you, who were wearing costumes. Something was terribly, dreadfully wrong here. And Len and I were creating quite a scene in the schoolyard. All the other hundreds of students crowded around us like we were some featured attraction in a freak show. Then they all started laughing at us. We were on the verge of creating a riot right there in public school number four. Luckily, by that time, some quick-witted teachers became aware of the ruckus we were causing and came out into the schoolyard to investigate. They soon realized what had happened and immediately escorted us inside the school building for our own safety and protection. The principal stepped in and contacted our parents, letting them know that they would have to bring a change of clothes to us right away so we could finish out the school day without any more disruptions or disturbances. The good news is, even though the two of us tried doing Halloween one day early, this did not in any way seem to affect the actual celebration of Halloween on the correct date the following day. So Len and I were totally in the clear. Phew! except for the minor embarrassment that we both suffered as a result. Later on in life, of course, I discovered that this was not just one isolated incident. It turned out that I had a unique gift for ignoring or forgetting the dates on calendars, much to my continuing embarrassment. (laughs) There were numbers of other times throughout my life that I wound up missing appointments or doing other things one day early. I guess that's the price you pay, my friends, for being ahead of your time. (laughs) By the way, the story you just heard was true, but some of the names and details were changed to protect the innocent. You've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm Tom Nielsen. See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at A Look Behind and Rewind. And feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.